Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who is back on the telly. He's been on the telly. It's Richard Herring. <laughs> Much better than last week's audience. Uh, so, yeah, you, you literally are. Hello, welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Uh, I was hanging around with Spanky McFarland uh, the other day. Yes, that's right, the character from the 1920s Hour Gang that then became the Little Rascals. That's right. I'm surprised that reference didn't get more. He calls it Rahelastabus. I don't know if that's going to catch on. Yeah, I've just, um, as we're recording this on the 12th of November, I've just been uh, on TV. Did anyone see me on TV this evening? <laughs> Call yourself Richard Herring fan. I've been on the House of Games. It's a very exciting House of Games. I'm on all this week uh, up against Rachel Riley, uh, that newsreader lady. She's Katie Dern at Dur- Durham. Uh, she's very clever. And one of the JB from JLS or something, can he? <laughs> He's not clever. He, he was no. He, he was. No, he's not going to win. I'm going to. I'm going to let you know that. 
He's not going to win. The, the, the people at home know who won. Uh, people here, all they know is that I came third on episode one. But you know, that's my tactic. <laughs> slowly, slowly catching monkey. Uh, so it's um, so it's very exciting to be back on the telly. I'm enjoying that, and uh, I won't be talking about stone clearing anymore on this podcast uh, because well, no, because I now have a dedicated stone clearing podcast called Stone Clearing with Richard Herring. So do go and check that out. <laughs> By the time this comes out at home, there should be at least ten episodes up. By the time the, I've I've already recorded four. Po- well, this I'll be recording four podcasts today. Uh, three, if you're listening at home, because uh, I've done a stone clearing one, I've done a scummy mummies one, and I've done one uh, this one here, and, then, and I'm not doing another one later. I don't know why I said four. Uh, so <laughs> doesn't make sense. So yeah, I'm all talked out, but I'm ex- overexcited and have clearly gone mentally. Uh, ill so it's fine don't worry about that uh, and I've been mainly looking after the kids this week I've got uh, this week I'm, I'm recording um, the week coming up I'm recording uh, my second series of Relativity which will be out on uh, Radio 4 uh, in January I think uh, but so, so I've had to make up some time being a father you know do, I mean, I'm not asking for plaudits it's my fucking job uh, but uh, I've got a three year old and a one year old and I don't really like the one year old <laughs> It's really annoying. I mean, it's just really difficult to look after. He's worked out how to get out of things, so you put him in a high chair and you turn your back, and then he suddenly is draped over, about to fall on his head. I mean, he's an idiot. He's going to die. I hope he is dead by the time this goes out. And um, save us all. Well, I don't. Well, now I've put a bit of effort into him. I, if he was going to die, he should have died at the beginning. And then now I've invested 13 months in him. I'm, I'm going to keep him a fucking life now. Otherwise, it's a waste of time. But uh, I was thinking, you know, people say, oh, I love my children. I don't have a favourite child. I love my... It's bollocks. It's absolute bollocks. Everyone knows. It's like you've got brothers and sisters. You've got a favourite brother or sister if you've got two. You know that. You don't like one of them as much as the other because they're human beings. Your parents, you prefer one of your parents to the other. You you know that's true. Don't fall for this bullshit. I love my daughter loads. I think my son's a dick. So it's... I'm. She's definitely my favourite and always will be. And uh, I hope you're listening to this, Ernie. <laughs> In the future. Oh, I, love my, I love them both equally. No, you don't. He might, you know, he's got a chance to build up over the years if he, if he improves a bit. Just shits himself all the time. It's ridiculous. So it's... Phoebe never did that. Uh, so, um... I think we'll crack on. Uh, that was an improvised bit of stand-up. Oh, I hope my wife listens to this podcast. She's going to love it. So, uh, it's... My guest tonight is uh, probably best known. I mean, it's difficult to choose between his best known roles. Uh, you know him from Doctor Who Lives, The After Party. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you'll also know him from Hollyoaks, in which he played himself, which, given those are the only two things he's done, that is... Must have been confusing for the viewers. Will you please welcome Rick Edwards, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rick Edwards. Welcome, thank you. Come on in. Come on in, sit down. Yes, not an extensive CV, but a strong one. A strong one. It's very good. You've done many other things, but those are the two that stuck out for me. They Do- leap off the they page, do. don't they? They really do. <laughs> Doctor Who Live. I don't remember. Was there a live episode of Doctor Who? No, it no. was for the um, it was for the fiftieth anniversary of Doctor Who. Yeah, and I had a, a memory of liking Doctor Who when I was a child, and so when they said, "Do you want to do that?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And then I had to watch the current episodes. Mm, that's good. Um, <laughs> But I, I did the show anyway, and the highlight of it was there was a live... It was me and Zoe Ball, and uh, there was a live link-up with uh, L.A. 
and two people from one direction. Right. And the, the delay was about 35 seconds. <laughs> uh, and they could just hear themselves back. And it was, it was genuinely amazing car crash telling. Good. And I wasn't directly involved. It was Zoe <laughs> handling it. So it was perfect for me. Good. And yeah. was it, it's the after party. So there was a party. And then you were the after party. You were talking about the party when it, the party had finished. was just people clearing up. Yeah, sort of. I mean, I don't really remember, like, the, the party bit, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I wasn't invited to that. Okay. It's very much the aftermath. Yeah. And uh, Holly, I've always wanted to be on Hollyoaks. I've always, I, it could happen for you yeah. still. <laughs> it really be, could. I could be one of the granddads <laughs> yeah. now. I could be come and run the pub. I wanted to be, like, I think, it's, I think I'm too old now. I think it would be disgusting. But when I was 40, I wanted to be, like, an older man who came to Hollyoaks and just slept with all the women in it. Which I think would yeah. be fine when you were 40. That wouldn't be creepy, right? Sleep. All the ones over 16. I'm not sick. 15 maximum. The actresses would be uh, over. I think. I think. The characters, pervy, not me. Yeah. I think keep the dream alive. Yeah. I think you could still do it. I I, I had that dream, and Dan Tetzel, who I've done a lot of podcasts with, mm. uh, then got on Hollyoaks and basically got that role. Did he do that? Well, he how had, old he, was he? He, he, was, he and was, how old were they? He, he was. He dated Carm. Is it Carmel? Was the one he dated? I don't know. The blonde one he dated, and I think he got off with another one. They have to, haven't they? It's all. Oh, that's, like, yeah, that's it's like being on Strictly yeah. Come Dancing. You have to have sex with the dancer. Yes, yes. You have to. You do. And you the dancers do. have to have sex with you. It's a kind of horrific. Yeah. Sort of slavery. Well, at least they don't televise that. Yeah. They, <laughs> that really would be. You know. <laughs> mm. I'd like to much. see Sean Walsh up to his plums. Um, I just actually um, saw a Sean Walsh poster backstage. Did you? Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a tour a called uh, Sean to be Wild. Yeah. And I, I, amazingly, I found myself liking him even less. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I was surprised. I thought I'd reached rock bottom. <laughs> no, still a bit of space. Uh, what, what, what did you do? What, what was. You'll be playing yourself on Hollyoaks. Yeah, I played myself. Uh, I think I was trying to buy a Christmas tree, but then hilariously... In Chester? Uh, yeah. You went to Chester? Do you live near Chester? No, no, no. I was, there, to, I was up there anyway. looking for a Christmas yeah. tree. I was just... Um, but I think, actually, I was sort of playing myself, but yeah. then I wonder if I was... Actually, yeah, if you really start to scrutinise it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I was there, and uh, I was by a Christmas tree, and then a Christmas tree, I think, wouldn't fit through the door. Okay. So there's a bit of... Um, yeah, so I was sort of trying to channel Laurel and Hardy, but yeah. I don't know if that necessarily landed. <laughs> um, yeah. You have a reputation of being a man who'll travel a long distance for a Christmas tree bargain. That is, Ooh, that is yeah, what, if anyone... No, absolutely if right. Anything yeah. is said about you. I think I got the Christmas tree free. That's the sort of the point, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I see, because, yeah... You're a celebrity, so you can. Yeah. Uh, so I'm drinking... Travel to Chester, get a... We've yeah. got some new uh, craft beers in. This one's called Daft Monk. That's why I went for that. That's Daft Monk, that looks like fun. Would you like a craft beer? Um, there's different... There's a... Is it rude to say no? It isn't. You're, fi- you're absolutely fine to say no. Oh, hang on a minute. There's one called Ghanaian Spiced Porter. Crack, yeah. crack me open that, please. That? Yeah. Yeah. It really is called that. It is, yeah, I yeah. No, it I thought this one was called Mrs. McCluskey. Uh, it's just the writing. It's called Club Mexicana. It's very different than Mrs. Yeah. <laughs> but it made, it made me think there is a market for a grain chill. Oh, yeah. crack me open a Zamo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got a big kick to it, isn't it? <laughs> Still on the so dock. Cheers, beer com slash If you you know if you want to get I, some um, free beers. My, I, I also don't want to talk about myself too much. Also no, do a podcast, no big do. deal. Everyone's got a podcast, famously. And uh, we occasionally also plug these, yeah. these beers. 
um, but less less convincingly than you do it. <laughs> well, I find uh, you know I find the sponsorship thing weird, but I'm happy to get drunk. What I found um, is that drinking these beers they're quite strong, aren't they? Uh, what I found is it severely impedes the podcast and makes <laughs> and makes I mean, it terrible. It makes the podcast <laughs> absolutely terrible. I mean, I already feel severely impeded <laughs> <laughs> just a one uh, sip of the Carnet I had I had maybe a oh, quarter wow. of a bottle in the first one last week. I only, only did one in the one last week, and uh, yeah. it's. I'm good at covering up. That's the thing. No one knows that. Because uh, you, with the amount of... Because I guess you've got it for the whole evening, the yeah. Leicester Square Theatre, so you could probably fit more in, couldn't well, you? Yeah, could do. Never thought more, about it. Like. Be more economical. Yeah, yeah, it, would. it See, would. I couldn't say economical then, because I'd had yeah. one <laughs> sip of <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> lashed. So it's, it's a um, terrible idea. And they ha- they've only paid enough to sort of pay for about... Uh, a third of the filming, you know. Well, I'm not even making any money out of it, but I'm getting some free beer, and that is, I'm going to make the yeah. most of that, Rick. I'm going to be, um, I think I'm mainly on the water now. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, one sip of the Garnet and Spiced, and I'm done. It is really good. That is the best one I've had. Uh, you know, a lot of them are really horrible. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, you did go, let me try a little bit of this. this was it's a, just, was uh, I think if you like a porter, then maybe that's okay, but... Um... Yeah, that's a, a weird, weird yeah. choice. <laughs> a, yeah. No offence yeah. to Ghana. And their, no, sp- no, no, and their no. many spices. <laughs> I'm um, not sure they were involved in it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about your podcast. I was listening to it today. It's, yes, it's, yes. A, very, it's a highbrow podcast, I would say. Oh, well, that's very, that's very, it's all relative, Richard. It is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's um, it's called. I mean, I'm sure you know this. Uh, it's called Science-ish, and we look at sort of big science questions through the prism of popular culture, normally films. Um, so tomorrow we're recording a couple, uh, and we're very open about the fact that we record a couple on the same day. And I think it's very weird when people aren't. Um, but. Uh, uh, and the one that I'm going to be leading uh, on is Fight Club, and we're going to be talking about pain, and specifically okay. how much pain is too much pain and the kind of science of pain. And so that's, the, that's an example of the kind of thing yeah, we yeah. do. Well, yeah. I was listening to one about Rick and Morty, which was about uh, alternate universes, yes, which I'm interested yes, in. It's yes. an interesting subject. Yes. But that's, that's a kind of quite mind-blowing subject. You've got yeah. like a proper uh, scientist, uh, Dr. Michael Brooks, Dr. Physicist. Michael Brooks, yes, he's a, um, he is absolutely a proper, proper scientist, science writer, uh, PhD in quantum physics. Um, he, he kind of steers the ship. Yeah. Uh, and then I occasionally chip in with um, banal questions. But you know your stuff as well. I do. I mean, I, I know a bit of stuff because yeah. I did do a science degree and I do like science, but uh, I'm not a, not a science expert. I mean, how did you do a science degree? Because you look like a sort of model or something. And like, if you look... At the front row of this audience, these guys, have, I mean, that guy's done a science degree. He's a nuclear physicist. Mm. That's what I imagine something is interested in science looks like. Well, I mean, did you do an experiment where you put yourself into some kind of mannequin or something that yeah. came to life? Have you ever seen the start of Captain America, the film? <laughs> uh, no, I, um, yeah, well, it was a slightly, it was an odd experience because I actually started off doing maths. Um, and I did maths uh, at a university where people who really like maths do maths um, and the people I was worried when I went to do it that the people were going to be quite odd um, <laughs> and I hadn't prepared myself really for how odd yeah. they were uh, to the extent that I had to I basically gave up because I, I didn't have any friends <laughs> I, I didn't know how to um, um, and they, they looked at me uh, like I was scum yeah 
Um, which, in, in a way, I was. Yeah. Um, so I'm yeah, on their side, I have to say. Yeah. I had, I had an earring. Like, they just, yeah. you know, they weren't into that. No. Um, and rightly so. And you had, to work in, you had to work in groups, and they wouldn't let me uh, into their group. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't do any of my work. <laughs> it's actually heartbreaking. I genuinely I was going to sad, ask you, because but... you are a very good-looking man, and I know how that can be. You know, I know how... Yeah. <laughs> Well, you must you, have friends you who are... Uh, you, get, yeah. you, get, you get judged and people... But yeah. is it... Do you think it's... Uh, I mean, obviously, in TV, it's a positive thing and that it, it probably people want to see attractive people on TV, but is it, do you think it... Um, do, are there any negative sides to it, do you think? Uh, I mean... I'm apart say, from not being able to hang around yeah, with people yeah, like yeah, maths. Yeah. <laughs> apart from not being able to complete my maths degree. Um, uh, no, I don't, no. I don't think so. No. I think it would be quite an odd... Thing to to bemoan. Well, do you think people ju- do you think like people judge you unfairly and th- and think you aren't going to be you know doing a science podcast and yeah, but I think that's okay. Like yeah. I don't, it doesn't really. Um, it's nice to surprise people. It's it? nice to surprise. I, yeah. I've been very surprised. Thank For example, I mean, I was on House of Games. I won. Yeah. No pressure, Richard. We don't, we don't know no what happens pressure. in the next four days, do we? And I wasn't up against JB. <laughs> <laughs> I was up against Rachel Riley, who also did maths. Yes. And she must have been in a lot of trouble if what you say is true. So, um... Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about Rick and Morty? Do you want to talk about Rick and Morty a bit? I, I enjoy Rick and Morty yeah, a, I, an awful lot. I, th- I think Rick and Morty is one of my favourite shows. Do people... Are people familiar with Rick and Morty? Feels like that kind of crowd. Um... Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it, it's it's wonderful, and and also, the the science in it is really quite sort of sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're a little bit fast and loose with it, but um, some very um, very spicy ideas in there, and 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 I love it, and I kind of, um, yeah, I think I'd sort of slightly want to be that Rick. Yes. Um, because he's amazing, has an amazing life, <laughs> to basically do whatever he likes. Well, you could be. If the universe is infinite, then you are. There, is, there is one you version are. of me doing that, <laughs> yeah. and that's heartening in a way. See, I think about alternate universes that yeah. there won't be another version of you, because there's enough infinity in the history of the planet Earth that only one of you could still spring up, I think. You no, know what I mean? think because that's a misunderstanding. No, I don't infinity. think it is a misunderstanding. Because every single no, well, it is. It is okay. <laughs> Why should? Because like, if every if every single re, if every single thing is possible, yeah, then there's just there's you know the planet the human being too many. There's too human much. beings won't turn up most of the infinity yeah, planets. Most, yeah, yeah, but that's not quite. <laughs> and so when they do, yeah, the six hundred million sperm that were in the race to create Rick Edwards. Mm. What that a race. One, yeah. Your one will only get through Commission that. every now BBC and again. Three. <laughs> so, and then, and a that, retrospective. All the way back. I think you know, there will be... Talking the, heads were the ones that didn't make it. <laughs> I, think there's, I think there's enough... In, I think there's enough... I think there's They're enough, all dead, actually. It's quite sad. <laughs> I think enough... Um, I think there's enough infinity for every, all the infinities to be different. Uh, n- n- there isn't. There is. Um, <laughs> so, so I mean, it depends really. If you look at, um, um, so there's there's various ways that you can arrive at uh, a kind of multiverse situation, um, and one of them is via quantum theory, um, and you end up with something called infinite Hilbert space, which isn't really a, a, a physical space, but it's um, it, it's uh, somewhere that everything that can happen does happen 
and every permutation. And there is no, there's no, because it's infinite, there is no limit to its size. Therefore, um, there will be other... I mean, what if it, there will be an if, infinite number of what if, there, what if, what if um, it gets full? Yeah. Well, there's, a, there's actually... I mean, I don't know if you want to do this necessarily, but there's I do a, want to do. a thing called the uh, Hilbert's Hotel, yeah. uh, which is a thing about the As sizes the, of infinities. Yeah. Um, and it's a, a nice little mathematical proof that um, if you have your infinitely sized hotel with infinite number of hotel rooms and you uh, and then it's full uh, and then another guest arrives uh, you can actually show quite easily that there's not really a problem and you can accommodate them <laughs> um, so it's sort of the point of infinity yeah but i can do an infinite number of things now I like just pointing my finger in different places yeah and 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 in so, infinite hilbert space yeah. all of those possibilities are playing out not this, and this is no, no, because it's playing out here. <laughs> what about if? Um, I mean, most of the other herrings have probably got a, a bit more respect for themselves, of course, <laughs> and aren't doing that. What, <laughs> but what about just like impossible things? So there are things that are impossible that can't happen. Yes. So uh, I can suddenly go from here. Someone bursts in and go, "Rich, you're the prime minister now. That's not going to happen." But no, no, think... that, no, that that could happen. No, it can't happen. Why, why not? Because well, that wouldn't possibly happen in this universe. Also, it couldn't possibly happen just suddenly now. It could, there could be a chain of events that led to me being prime minister, but they couldn't just come in. Like King Henry VIII couldn't come in here now and go, "I've come back to life." Oh no, that, that's, that is true. No, he yeah. can't. So there's loads of things that couldn't happen. So yeah, that means there's more things that couldn't happen that but can someone happen. Could, but someone could run in and say, and say that. They and could say, say that, but Richard, then they go, then they go oh, no, sorry, I'm not, I've got no authority so, to say Someone that. just shouted out just as a test. <laughs> <laughs> Great, well, fuck, we fuck this. There we, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to kneel before you, <laughs> anything like that? Yes, please. Well, that's, that's how you got the gig. So uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm over 50 now I'm not fussy it's fine I'm only 15 Richard <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> that is uh, inappropriate sorry um, yeah. well it's a, it's a very it's a very interesting and intellectual podcast which I was not expecting from someone who looked like you yeah, so, so, that, yeah. maybe that says I've, you've more made that about, point now maybe that, says, <laughs> maybe that says more about me <laughs> No, I'm joking. Uh, but, uh, well, let's talk about uh, backgammon because actually I'm a patron of Scope and you're doing an event for uh, Scope. Are you going to come and play in the backgammon I, I don't think I am because I think you're pretty good at backgammon, aren't you? I, I used to play against my 15-year-old nephew and, and? win money off him. Oh, he, that's nice. He didn't understand <laughs> how backgammon worked, but I don't think I could play. You, you play like semi... No, I, I, in tournaments. I'm, very, I'm a very keen backgammon player. I'm not amazing, but I have played in... I did go and play in an international tournament in Copenhagen, um, which I've the got... The home a, of backgammon, that's where yeah, it... That's where it, that's where it happened. Also, nice. I mean, I don't know how many people are in, but one person sort of went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> which actually is a better reaction than backgammon normally gets. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, I love it. And uh, yes, I am... I think... I'm sort of hosting yeah. an, a backgammon, charity backgammon tournament and then playing in it. Yeah. Um, which is kind of uh, win-win for me. It is, that's pretty good. Yeah, you uh, should go play. I can come down go and have on, a crack. Come down and have a go. A couple of years ago, I was a prize at that event that someone got to come and have lunch with me. Really? <laughs> me, and my, me and my wife, yeah. They did bid, they, did they, they have bid to bid on it. it? They had to bid on it, yeah. How much did you go for? I don't think, I'm not sure. 
It was quite a nice lunch. I'm not sure they made enough to okay. lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the lunch was given for free. I mean, I thought it was... I said I'd allow that to happen, but I was, I was dubious. But the people seemed happy to have lunch with me. Maybe they just wanted a lunch. I'd be very anxious in Would, a scenario like that. Yeah. that people what, would... if you were coming to have lunch with me? Yeah, very, very <laughs> anxious. Yeah, thinking, I shouldn't have bid £40 for this. <laughs> <laughs> I went in too high. <laughs> It is a weird thing to put yourself up like that. But thank you for supporting Scope, who are a fantastic charity you yes. should all support. Yeah. But, no, no, but don't much, let it build anymore. Yeah, but... <laughs> There's some people around the back. Basically, <laughs> going, no, I don't like disabled people. I'm not applauding that. I'm not, not applauding that. But much more popular than backgammon. <laughs> it is. So... Uh, what's the best uh, uh, tactic in backgammon to what's the what's the, your winning strategy, well, strategy in case I the, come up against you yeah, oh yeah do I, do I want to give this away mm. no I will give it away it's fine um, I think you need to be a bit more attacking at the start mm. than you than you think okay. and you don't you really don't mind leaving yourself vulnerable at the start of the game yeah and when I start when I first was playing backgammon I'd always try and keep my pieces safe particularly towards your home no need absolutely no need no okay yeah That's just go for it go for it. go for it yeah and do you play that if you roll a double at the start you double the cube doubles straight away or do you not play that rule uh you know that there's the doubling dice isn't it yeah, if you throw yeah. if you both throw, if you throw a double to start oh then it goes to two and then if you do another i played with my friend andrew mckay like he got 17 that. quid off me because he won what i won all the games but he won the one that it was 18 because we'd thrown doubles and that, no, but I like that. Yeah. Should do that. Yeah, try that. I will do that. Thank you very much, Richard. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, let's have a look. What else? You got married in Kew Gardens. That's exciting. Yeah, I did get married in Kew Gardens. Um, did, you, uh, did you rent out the whole of Kew Gardens for your wedding, or was there people looking around Kew Gardens while there, you were getting married? There was, there was a sort of half-hour um, crossover, right. when, which was not, I would, I mean, not perfect, yeah. when there were a lot of people... Uh, milling around uh, <laughs> whilst we were whilst our guests were arriving right um, and then the whole thing was yours like in the evening was it yeah so That's from good, sort of um, like five but it just shut so you know, know but fuck you garden doing you want yeah well, have a wank in the cactuses <laughs> bottle of mark we we you got a um, we uh, rented <laughs> dangerous a, a q explorer yeah the the little train yes. that, go, that goes around yeah and immediately after the ceremony so there's a couple of them and all of the guests piled on brilliant um and with with their drinks and they had a nice tour around kew gardens and i think there was some quite poor poor behavior <laughs> uh people you know just like people a bit a bit drunk and a bit excited and kind of like pulling off rhododendrons oh, really? Um, and then the the Q, the Q Gardens employees saying, "Well, obviously, don't do that." <laughs> Did you That's get billed really for the, the vandalism? Um, I think. I mean, we got we certainly got billed. I tell you that. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't. I couldn't even bear to look at the itemising. <laughs> <laughs> I would just go and play in that. You know, there's that uh, kids bit. Well, you won't know because you haven't got kids. But there's a kids bit. Oh, I know it. And there's like a, there's a pool just full of little orange beads you can jump into. Full of orange. It's like a sandpit, but it's got little orange beads in it. Not, you know what I'm uh, talking? Like, like a miniaturized ball pool. Yeah, but it's well, they're they're more like bits of plastic, but it's like like a sandpit, but made out of plastic. And do I it's do brilliant. I sink into it, or I, am I? Well, it's always full of children, so I, you know. It's, no. I, I reckon if you just Could had that you yourself, I think if there were no kids in there and it was full. The thing I did a thing in it, but as it occurs to me about it, because all the all those beads come out because the kids chuck them out, and then yeah. there's a man whose job is to brush them all back in again. Uh, but but at, least, at least he's got a brush. He's not like doing it one by one. <laughs> but who would he, do something that stupid? He is the most grumpy looking 
<laughs> He's the most grumpy-looking man in uh, in the a world. Field full of tiny orange balls. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. You've, made, you've piqued my interest in it now. I'm going to I'm going to ask <laughs> someone. Someone cackled then. <laughs> good, good. Have the witches in. Just have to. Uh, Actual cackle. Right, I'm going to try and find one I haven't asked uh, before. Do you, like, do you like your laugh? My laugh? No, I don't really like my voice or my laugh. I, I wouldn't think, listen to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's tough. I think your own laugh is a, yeah. not yours specifically, yeah, no, but I just one, one's own laugh. Well, you uh, don't I'm not what, directing that at the cackler. Yeah, but, that hurt. That, but I mean, obviously, I'm not have hurt. a think about it. <laughs> I'm going to ask you... Uh, oh, this is an interesting question from the first line. It's a long one. Mm-hmm. If you had to have the head of another human being grafted onto your shoulders in order to save space and resources, <laughs> whose head would you be okay with having placed next to yours? Would it be better or worse if it was your partner's? How much money would you have to be paid to go along with the arrangement? What if, this, the, what if it was your head that was going to be put on someone else's body? Have a good think about it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't all be bad. Yeah, how... <laughs> Yeah, how long do I get to think about it? <laughs> as long as you want, as long as it takes. So, well, it, when you started the question, I thought it was that my head was getting lopped off and then replaced with another head. No, no, it's another head added onto very... your shoulder, like Zaphod Beeblebrox, I guess I'm thinking y- yeah, of. Yeah, sure. Um, because but it's the... not your head, it's not a clone of you, it's a different person's yeah, head. Yeah, di- so a different head. I think I'm immediately ruling out my wife, and not in yeah. a bad way, but I think that sort of a bee... I mean... Well, you can't really kiss. You no. can't do any of the fun stuff. Well, you can't have sex because... Well, well she, yeah, she hasn't got a body anymore. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd, I much prefer... I'm, I'm a traditionalist. I prefer yeah. my wife having a body. <laughs> okay. um, so she's, she's out. Realistically, yeah. I might have uh, Dr. Michael Brooks grafted okay. on here. For great brain on him. Also, we spend a lot of time together because of the podcast. And I think it would just be quite convenient. He, I think, would consider it to be... He, he won't mind me saying this. He's out of shape, and <laughs> he would consider it to be an upgrade. Yeah. I think everyone would be a winner. Yeah, it's an upgrade for him. Would you give the... him control of one of the arms, one half of the body? That's up for negotiation, isn't yeah. it? Really. Um, I think I'd want to. I'll. Mm, yeah, you can have one hand, maybe. Yeah. You don't. Well, you don't worry too much, him. do you? Well, when you, but then he could touch you and stuff, though. Yeah, but it feel like someone else was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but also Brooksy, which is not so great. Yeah, I know who it was. There's um, there's some really horrible um, stuff that uh, people have done in the past. I mean, you know that that's yeah. just a general thing. <laughs> so it's really awful. Yeah, really delve into history. Yeah. Bloody horrible. Um, but uh, people are quite interested in head transplants, and, and they still are. Um, and head transplants, of course, should be called body transplants because, I mean, it's Matt, but whatever, that's just a personal bugbear. Um, <laughs> because you don't wake up and think, oh, I've got a new head. No, it's true. Obviously. <laughs> that's insane. Um, but uh, the, there was some I'm Russian I'm glad we scientists. got that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are not ready to accept that. For yeah, well, it's true, though. Um, you are uh, correct. To the, uh, this Russian scientist, a group of scientists, were grafting uh, dogs heads onto other dogs' bodies yeah. and they were able to make them uh, survive. Yeah. And so you've just got two heads of the exactly the situation yeah, you're, you're talking about and the, the dogs will independently feed um, and you can have a look on YouTube at some of the footage and it's, um, well like I say it's absolutely horrible <laughs> uh, but, but relevant. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be that kind of thing, wouldn't it? So bad or good? Was it, were the dogs happy with it? I wouldn't I, I don't you could see a sort of sadness in a dog's eyes, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, Must and be a and bit they weird. didn't have massive longevity either. No. 
What about your head being put on someone else's body? Mm, I don't like that. Okay. Very much at all, actually. No. Uh, would Would you take it? Would I, well, I'd take your head on my yeah. bottom. No, it's, no. No? no. What about just for a bit? No, you've got a really big head. It would be difficult. I've got a big head. It would be, <laughs> it would be no uncomfortable. Yeah. I've already hurt my arm anyway, so, you know. What about on the other shoulder? I'm not an animal. Why have I hurt that arm? It's a good question, wasn't it? It's a, it is it a good, good question, good, yeah, good yeah. Question. yeah, yeah. What is the most surprising thing you've ever found in a tumble dryer? I did you know what I mean maybe I haven't really lived but the most surprising thing I've ever found is just and it's not that surprising it's just like the fragments of tissue yeah that's, that's really that's, that's really it yeah and then sometimes my mum would I don't know if they do these anymore like the um, those kind of tumble dryer sheets sheets yeah and sometimes they would end up sort of lodged in your trousers and so yeah. you'd be wearing them for a day without realising see but suddenly you thought the question had no answer and then you, yeah, came, but it does, you it, pulled that it, it, out it of the does, bag but I don't I sort of I mean is is it surprising I yeah, don't I'd know be, it would be surprising me because my mum didn't put those in the tumble dryer we, we <laughs> yeah. didn't have a tumble dryer so I'd have been yeah you would uh, amazed that you were allowed to look in someone else's tumble dryer <laughs> <laughs> I'd be amazed that they found something unexpected in yeah, the tumble dryer we didn't loads have. of other people's clothes I found my cat Smithers in ours doing a wee um, <laughs> really yeah he used to get in there and do wees because it was just like a little enclosed he didn't really understand yeah. it was a bit like a litter tray isn't it yeah a very Could expensive you put litter, litter in the bottom tray. of it no it was quite annoying because then you've got cat wee in your tumble dryer which is probably the last thing you want in there mm. maybe not the last thing That's, no I'll tell you what you want you want to get some of those little sheets and that'll take the edge off <laughs> don't know if it can cope with those I'll do one more and then I will do let's go classic which is probably in the first 100 um, I'll ask you this because you're a man of science have you yeah. ever seen a ghost well sort of yes yes and no in that when I was uh, okay how old was I when I Ghostbusters came out. Ghostbusters came out in 1984? 80... 85? 84, 85? Yeah, I'd say 84. Something like that. Um, I think I saw it... Uh on video a couple of so I was maybe seven or eight uh, and I just watched it and the opening scene with the library ghost had obviously scarred me uh, horrendously because it is genuinely scary um, you, you're familiar with the ghost I'm talking about I course, am very familiar and uh, I was going uh, I was at my uh, nans and so we're going up the stairs in the, in the block of flats uh, and I would always run up to the because she was at the top I'd run up to the top to get to the door first um, and I got up there and was absolutely convinced that I saw that ghost and ran down, back down again, right. screaming. Yeah. But much as uh, it felt like I had, looking back, I can see why I thought that. Yeah. It's because I'd just seen the film. Yeah. <laughs> so and the actor who played that role lived in that block of flats. Uh, yeah, it was just my, coming and putting a milk yeah, I should have said, sorry, it was my name. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, quite quite a funny prank for that. Uh, yeah. I uh, I've saw I've seen three ghosts since I've moved. I've got a ghost in my house. It's a crying baby. Yeah. Okay. When I go into the kids' rooms, they're all asleep and the baby's in crying. It's spooky. Uh, and uh, when I take the dog for a walk at night, you see loads of ghosts out in the countryside. And then you work out what they are. One of them was a horse. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's sort of coming at you and you think it's a person in the dark and then it comes to you and then you go, oh, fuck, it's a horse. A ghost of a horse? No, I think it was a real oh, horse. just a horse. Okay, fine. Uh, which is yeah. in a way worse than a ghost. Yeah, yeah. Because a yeah, horse yeah. can trample you to death. Yeah, yeah. Because a ghost does not exist. A ghost will just sort uh, of slime yeah. you, won't it? 
And then, if yeah, anything. yeah, it's true. God in Ghostbusters, you seem to think that's the main source of ghosts. Well, so, is it not? No. <laughs> uh, and I was walking the dog the other day, and we came through a farm bit, and the light, a light goes on as you go through the farm, otherwise it's dark. Yeah. And then it flashed, and I saw a milkmaid, an old-fashioned milkmaid standing near the farm. Uh, but then it was just a sign with a piece of paper on it that I'd misinterpreted. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I went a bit further, and uh, there was like a black wraith-like figure moving around. I could see it moving, and then it sort of started sweeping in towards me. It was mm. terrifying. Then I realised it was just my shadow from the light behind. <laughs> That's why I was moving, so it was moving. Yeah. Like, I think ghosts are just people misinterpreting stuff they don't understand, and, and they're a bit scared. I... I think you might be right. I think in all those three I, yeah. examples, I think we've, we've hit on something You've there. You've sort of proven it, haven't you? Have, yeah. yeah, it's good. Um, so, T4. Yeah. This is your first... Elephant t- in the room. <laughs> <laughs> lot of fans in. <laughs> I used to love T4. I mean, very good job. Yeah. It's a great job. And you got to travel the world, meet I, re- lots of stars. Yes. Interview people. Yes. Amazing. All, all, all of that. And How did you um, get into it? Was that your first like, big job or was that... Yeah, it, yeah pretty much. So I, I, did, I did a sort of graduate trainee scheme at a production company um, because uh, when I left university, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life at all. Um, and so I did some uh, tutoring. And uh, so I was teaching maths and science um, to uh, kids who weren't very good at it. Um, and generally speaking, uh, kids whose parents were very wealthy, because um, that's, that's why tutoring is quite bad in some senses. Um, but they, they obviously they feel guilty that the, uh, the school fees are already paying aren't quite enough. Um, and so they, they pay a goon like me to come and do a bit more. Um, and I ended up uh, purely uh, randomly, obviously, uh, tutoring Ruby Wax's kids, wow. one of whom was called Max... But annoyingly, <laughs> annoyingly uh, took the dad's name yeah. by, so Max yeah. by, which I always thought, come on, mate. But then it's least, an open goal. At least when he's dead, it'll be Max by his grave. <laughs> so at least we'll get something out of it, right? Yeah. Max by grave, he's still an old, he's a singer in the old days. He was a singer in the old days. Don't mind me, I'm just going to down my Ghanaian spiced <laughs> after that. <laughs> he was a singer in the old days, Max by grave. Mm. No, you're right. And that, yeah. weirdly, that never occurred to me at the time. <laughs> that had been the first thing I'd have said to him. Um, but uh, so, so anyway, um, I'd occasionally chat to Ruby Wax at her kitchen table after I'd taught Max uh, by Graves, <laughs> and um, he uh, and, and she just sort of said, "What are you? What are you doing with your life?" I said, "I've got no idea." She said, "What do you want to do with your life?" I said maybe telly or something and she said have you applied for any graduate trainee schemes and I said no um, I didn't know they existed she said they do you should apply for this one and so I applied and did that um, it's not a ringing endorsement of your tutoring skills <laughs> no I, what, I had what would you rather almost, be doing than this because I think yeah. I've got a good job for you if you can yeah. just leave my son alone yeah I had almost sort of zero initiative as well <laughs> like I don't know why I hadn't looked anything up yeah. um uh, so I did that, and then um, the the production company that I was working for as a sort of, in fact, like a junior researcher, um, had not booked anyone to do warm up for a studio show, right. um, and they knew that I had done 
or, t- or did a bit of stand up, and they said, "Okay, you're gonna you're gonna do that then." Nice. Um, and so I did did that, and it's quite hard actually warm up, yeah, um, because you have to do sort of forty five minutes um, of sort of like nothing really. Like they don't want to hear jokes particularly; they want to just sort of play games and have a chat. Yeah. Um, and uh, but uh, but it was kind of I quite enjoyed it, and the production company thought that I was uh, okay at it, and then they sort of got me to screen test for some stuff and, right. and so I started doing things off the back of that just uh, bl- blind chance yes blind blind <laughs> chance yeah um, and I've just been sort of clinging on ever since <laughs> so what um, was your what was your period of T4 who were you uh, so my, pitted against so my with, well, well pitted with um, I was pitted with uh, so Steve Jones Makita Oliver Alexa Chung and then latterly uh, Jamila Jamil, Nick Grimshaw. I think that's everyone. I, I once sat next to Nick Grimshaw and Wagamamas. Uh, did you? Yeah. What was he ordering? Uh, I, can't remember, I can't remember what he had, but he let, he'd bought a, uh, a, a lampshade in Habitat. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he left it behind. Oh, and I, that's I, I thought, a guess where it is. I, yeah. <laughs> very nearly, we were going to go, should we give it in or should we take it? Then Nick Grimshaw, about 20 minutes later, came back and realised he'd left his lampshade behind. Oh. By Nick, oh, Grimmy, eh? What might have been? A <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice lampshade. I, I have um, the, the kind of uh, level of, I don't even know who call it fame, really. Like, people really do not know who I am, but they are vaguely sort of familiar with my face, <laughs> but not enough to be able to identify me clearly. And so when people do like half recognize me they'll, they'll often just insist that i am nick grimshaw or <laughs> greg james um or my favorite rick james um, a, um, a sort of clever uh, amalgamation <laughs> uh, and ending up at someone who i'm definitely not um but really and also i don't look like any of those no. people um and yet uh, we are sort of just vaguely in the same area, so you kind of yeah, do. Yeah, no, it happens. I, when I was Googling you, I once, twice actually, accidentally Googled Rick Adams. Yeah, there you go. Which is who was the presenter on The Big yeah. Breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years yeah. ago. It can happen. Yeah. We, me and Stu stole Rick Adams. I've still got it, uh, his nameplate off the, when we were on uh, Big Breakfast. We Did stole his know? nameplate off the, off the door. It's a hell we, of a souvenir. We, it was, we reasoned it was coming down soon enough anyway, and we were right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a bit loose, to be fair. <laughs> And I've still got it somewhere. I, uh, do you know what? It, did he do anything particularly after that? I think he still is working, but as a DJ, oh, or an sus- online DJ, I think. I he's... suspect he'd really like to have that nameplate as a like reminder of his time on, on that show. Yeah. So you've done, a bad, you've done a bad thing there. He's, he's not you really it. have. <laughs> it was definitely a bad thing to do. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not uh, defending myself. I'm, but you're uh, also he, not handing it in, are no, you? No, I'm not giving so... it back. It's in a box somewhere. I'm not going to look yeah. through. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, look, today, and I can't believe I haven't seen this before, this shows how much my life has changed. Because mm-hmm. I used to just watch daytime quizzes all day long when I didn't have any responsibilities in my life. When I was free and single, yeah. I mainly watched daytime quizzes. That's before what, your life was ruined. You do, right? yeah. My wife came along and gave me stuff to care about. Uh, and I watched Impossible. Well, it's not called Impossible. It's upside down, exclamation mark, impossible. Mm. Which means yeah. it's impossible to find on the <laughs> EPG or on the iPlayer. And yet, we're still sticking with it. Great, great plan. It yeah, is, make good. it hard to find. It is good. Make it cult. <laughs> it's a great, how many series have you done? You've done quite, We've done. Like this fifth. is the fifth. Yeah. This is the fifth one. We're doing the the sixth in January. Um, it's um, it's it's rolling on. I like it. I don't think it should be on daytime TV. I know the celebrity version is on at nighttime TV. Yes, but I think it's too good for daytime TV. Thank and that, you. I say that very much with the deepest respect for Tipping Point. With I mean, you you're yeah. no <laughs> you're no Ben Shepherd. I don't think you could. If you Ben Shepherd also started on T4. If Amazing you enough. did he? If yeah. you were called upon to watch a big coin machine go back and forth day after yeah. day yeah. and make that interesting, I don't think you could do it. And that's why I, that's why Ben Shepherd has my respect. He, uh, I know some people who work on that yeah. show, and they say he is a real. He's quite something to watch <laughs> at work because he's recording four of those episodes yeah. a day, and he just gets into his zone yeah. and he makes it. He does he, he make do, it. He does make it. And like, he also has the audacity to continually ask, where, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to a random thing. Yeah. And that is why you will never be Ben Shepherd, so stop trying. Just yeah. be happy with who you I are. I, I think I'd ask it, I don't know, 10 or 15 times, and then I'd be done. <laughs> so it, it doesn't, you don't know. You, you, have you to, do not know. You'll just have to make do with having a better actual quiz than him. Yeah, which I'm I'm happy to have. Okay, that's fine. But then, it's, you know, part of the... If you think about what um, Noel Edmonds... Um, who is he? Do, do we like him anymore? I suppose we don't really like him anymore, do we? No, I think when he... Um, when he, did when that, he had that cancer yeah, machine. That, 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 that machine, <laughs> for me, <laughs> I thought, come on, Noel. And no. then getting in touch with someone who, who's, uh, who's on Twitter. I think it was Vaughn, who I know on t- Twitter, who has cancer... Uh, and uh, and telling him, you know, they had an argument about whether this was a good thing, and he was telling a cancer sufferer what he should be doing. Yeah, that was the moment I think Noel Edmonds. It's it. fiddly at best, isn't yeah. it, from Noel? And the moment Noel Edmonds decided to dye his beard black, no problem with that. <laughs> but he on on deal or no deal, yeah, the whole thing is is nonsense in it like you don't need to ask any of the questions yeah. he asks 
There is no, there is no drama. There's a very simple bit of maths yeah. that tells you whether you should or shouldn't accept <laughs> what's being offered. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, he managed to generate a lot of interest and intrigue. Yeah, I didn't. I see. I didn't like the way that he told people they'd lost if they didn't get as much as what was in the final box. Because oh, that think, was well, that's yeah. crazy. Because like, if you're mm-hmm, offered mm-hmm. thirty-two thousand pounds at some point, and the you go, yeah, I have to take mm-hmm. that offer. You can't then go. It was one p or one hundred and twenty-five thousand. Oh, you should you should have stayed in. That's ridiculous. So I've yeah. I wanted to do a late night version of Deal No Deal, which was just like poker commentary over the top of it, with just a mathematician going, "No, that number hasn't actually come up any more often than any of the others." Yeah, <laughs> or yeah. Uh, you know, some etc. But they wouldn't let me. <laughs> they wouldn't let me do it because it was theirs. Yet, <laughs> Yet. <laughs> but it's a great. It's a, so it's a great uh, idea, I think. So it's a it's a quiz. It's a multiple choice thing. Yes. Which, see again on egghead. I hate eggheads. They give you a multiple choice, and it means the eggheads can guess which one it's going to be. But in this one, it sort yeah, of flips it. it. Mm. So there's one question, one answer is definitely wrong or impossible. Yes. But we had a little debate about that backstage, that some people were saying yeah, we, so it's not it, impossible. It, yeah, because so, in, if there's infinite universes, there's a universe where oh, the answer is possible. Yeah, I mean, it, then it gets very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that we're only doing it in this universe, as far as I'm aware. Um, well, you're very wrong about that. No, I am wrong it. about that. I know, I know, I know. I'm doing it all I'm, over the show. I'm fucking presenting yeah. it in, in one, you are. only one universe. You are. Let me do it. You are. And there's, um, someone was saying to me that it would be, and I think they're, they're sort of right, um, it would be better, harder to, again, put on the, uh, on the EPG and the, and the listings, but if it was called fucking stupid, um, in that one of the answers, if you go for that, you are fucking stupid. Yeah. Like that, that's the sort of, that's the gist of the quiz is, oh, come on. Uh, I mean, it's a good catchphrase to have. As a quiz <laughs> are you fucking stupid? <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah, you are, yeah. <laughs> And so no one won the pod, no one won the jackpot on the one I seen. I've only seen one episode. I'm going to become a regular fan. I'm going to watch it. If they win, the, all those pound coins, the, all, the, all, the, all the pound coins come out, and it's fair. I mean, it's so um, awesome. it's so sort of end of the pier, <laughs> but in a good way. But it's um, like ten thousand pounds, ten thousand pounds, pound just, just flooding out of this huge exclamation mark. And then do you make them take it home in pound coins? Because I think you should. Yeah, we give them the, the little plastic bags from banks and say, "Go on, then. you earned it." Um, but we we had a I think was it last week maybe where four consecutive people won the £10,000 and obviously from a sort of from a show point of view it's great and from an audience point of view the audience would really like that and from a the point of view of the, the people who make it, it's an absolute disaster <laughs> because they don't, they, they, they have a, you, you get given, allocated a budget by the BBC <laughs> and they think, we think this will cover how much prize money will go. And if that isn't the case, then the production company just have to pay. Yeah. It's pretty and harsh. What, what about the bloke who has to put all the pounds back in the machine? Well, the there, there is, there is uh, it's a guy called Webbo um, and Webbo goes up onto the top of a, a massive ladder and then he just feeds the pound coins back in and there's a, there's a huge reset it makes the day much slower I hate it I'm like oh they've won oh no I've got to give you a hug but I'm fuming I'd say just get rid of the thing just give them the check they'll be happy yeah but then, then that's the thing that sells the show it's, a, it's not it's a classy quiz you don't need a fruit machine at the end of it okay we're going to get rid of it. Yeah, good. Yeah, and then and then actually the real boon of that is if we don't have the massive exclamation mark, we can finally call it impossible. Yeah. I think we'll be able to find it. Yeah, good, good. 
Okay, it's gone. Why don't we do one based on like one of those grab machines uh, in the fair? They've been so, um, they've been pitched apparently. Have they? Yeah. Of course they have. <laughs> Why don't we do one based? There's everything in it. Why don't we do one based on the horses racing round? Oh, it's probably been done, hasn't it? Yeah. There's one at the moment, I think, which is based on uh, like. Oh, what, it, no, it can't be based on Sega Rally. I want to say it's based on Sega Rally, but I can't be right. Um, like driving around, so there's a sort of car race right. while you're being quizzed. Okay. I think that's in production. I quite like the sound of it. Yeah. Maybe dangerous, but, you know. Why don't you do one based on Bailey's Comets, the uh, cartoon from that was out before you were born that you won't remember? When and that no out? one will remember. Bailey's Comets was good, wasn't it? Who remembers Bailey's Comets? I might have found my one person remembering something that I remember. It was about... I'll, I'll sing you the uh, theme tune. No, you don't have to. No, I'll get it. <laughs> See if I can remember it. Um, oh, okay. Uh, all I can remember is everyone's out to find the next big clue that's going to read into the million dollar prize. Bailey's Comets, Bailey's Comets, Bailey's Comets. Bye bye. Immediately, my issue with it is that we'd have to change the words because you can't have million dollar prize. <laughs> that's no good. <laughs> they were skating round and then. Um, they were trying to get a million dollar prize. Right. They never, because they, they cancelled it before we found out who won. So hang on. It's, it's a bit like, like Wacky Rices, but on... Uh, but was it live action? No, no, it was cartoons. Right. People roller skating around. Right. No one remember that? That's why, this is why Peter Kay does all right, in it? And I'm, this is why I'm not... <laughs> yeah, because Why Peter... can't anyone remember Betty's comments? It was really good. I used to eat minstrels while I was watching it. Oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah got it. Minstrels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes aniseed balls remember them, mate. Yeah. Do more Wait, stuff. Bailey's comments. Do you remember Bailey's comments, though? No. Who remembers Bailey's comments? Who remembers Bailey's comments? <laughs> We're not going on until everyone has remembered it. <laughs> Do you remember it, David? Bailey's comments. Everyone's at. Sorry, over there. Everyone's at to the next week. Please. <laughs> there. It's like wacky race. Remember wacky races, David? Yeah. yeah obviously, you remember. Wacky. Of course. So. <laughs> bullying section of the show this isn't it yeah. <laughs> it's this, it's this, oh, uh, I don't mind it it's this <laughs> do you have because I've got do you have any catchphrase that you use quite a lot in your life that came from something but you do, I've got an, I use a catchphrase all the time from an advert I can't remember what the ad was, advert was for oh chicken tonight you, you always say it's time for chicken tonight chicken tonight yeah. and I don't know what advert that was for yeah, it was for chicken tonight oh, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah yeah I always do and same, same. When, I get, when I get into a car I say let's get this road on the show ah uh, do you remember what advert that was no before your time I think. do you remember that one David who remembers the advert who remembers the advert let's get the road on the show it was set in a helicopter traffic helicopter so the joke was let's get this road on the show because they were yeah, traffic helicopters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think it was an advert for helicopters. I don't think it was an advert they for don't really get advertised, do they? They don't generally, do they? No, they sell themselves. <laughs> 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 anyway, if anyone knows, let's get this road on the show. But don't tell me, because I'd like the mystery. Getting quite angry let's with the get this. Let's get this road on the show. I know, get in the cargo. Let's get this road um, on what, the show. What kind of response do you get from it? Nothing. I'd maybe yeah. just say it to myself. Yeah, <laughs> it's, when, it's when I'm in the car on fine. my own. Let's get this road on the show. <laughs> this is me that I'm driving. I guess I'll say let's... This is how I drive. Let's get ready to rumble, maybe? Do I say that? Everyone yeah, remembers that. that. That's not... That's not an advert. I know, that's, I was... but everyone remembers where that comes from. But I, chicken tonight and let's get ready to rumble. Everyone remembers that. 
No one you, remembers... You've got a niche one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like to think of think observational nostalgia comedy that only me and one other person gets. Mm. And the, the one person is not in the audience tonight. The Whereas, yeah, movie. Peter Kay's thing is, uh, your aunt dances funny at weddings. Yeah. And people get that, don't they? Who remembers um, 9-11? Ah. Everyone. Yeah. That's, oh, Peter, that's I, how Peter Kay works. So I had a... Who, re- yeah. who remember Brexit? Remember when yeah. we all voted for Brexit? Remember how it all went fucked up and went wrong? This is people in three years' time listening to this podcast. Oh. Remember how it all went shit? And You've oh. got one, what is it? Yeah, everyone remembers fried onion rings. That was the chips. Hope is chips, it's chips. McCain, McCain's oven chips, that was. Hang on. That's Hang the... on, she's still going. <laughs> <laughs> Let her finish. It was also fried onion rings. That's how it went. That's just, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that was right. Um, that is the correct way of doing it. I, when I was doing stand-up many, many years ago, yeah. uh, quite, and I had a, well, misjudged joke. Uh, which I think I only did once. And is it? Hmm. Yeah, I'll say it, and then we'll... we'll if, chat, you, if we say we'll it, chat, we'll, we'll chat, chat about backstage it. about whether this will go onto a podcast. <laughs> okay. um, but I said, and I, I'm only bringing this up because you said, who remembers 9-11? Um, uh, and I said... Uh, um, some, <laughs> I can't remember the exact wording of it. It's not the lights off. Um, of course, 9-11, really, really, uh, one of the forgotten victims uh, were Portia. Um, which I think was quite like it's sort of I get it it's fine yeah um, but went worse even than that yeah Um, never did it again yeah no don't do that but you see it's sort of like there's something in it I still think there's something in it my fans don't wouldn't know what that was that you're talking about that's the thing these guys it's what it's It's a good joke that bloke. Well, you could have laughed at that, that guy's. That guy's, that guy's <laughs> trying to make out he has a Porsche. That's right. Yeah, I get it. It's great. I've got a Porsche, everyone. I've got a Porsche. <laughs> um, <laughs> what kind of stand up were you? How long did you do stand up for? Uh, I did it when I was at university uh, for a bit, and then I did it for a little while on the London circuit, and I was. Fine. I, yeah. was, I was fine. I wasn't. Uh, I was. What year? What year was this? In, when were you in so, London? Uh, two thousand and two, two thousand and three. Okay, because I I came back to doing stand up in about two thousand and four, so I didn't. I missed you. Yeah, you were you missing much. Actually, <laughs> uh, I did do one thing that I think was quite good. I did a double act with. Do you know Joe Wilkinson? I do. Yeah. So we were doing stand up at the same time, and we liked each other's shtick um, and so we did a yeah we did a double act called Beauty and the Beast okay <laughs> and uh, and that was that was quite fun yeah cool um, that was about the that was about the highlight um, but also I, I effectively stopped because um, I was friends with him and he was better than me and I was friends with Diane Morgan yes um, who was also better than me and I thought well let's try and find something that why don't we let them be a double act why don't them be a double act that's exactly what happened yes it is yeah two episodes of MASH yeah great double act very good show very good show could have been you in there could have been no episodes of no unfortunately not no that never looked like it was on the cards so who was the who was the toughest interview you had on T4 did you well there was sometimes you you just misjudge things i mean you, you, you know, yeah i know, you know all that. about yeah, that yeah, yeah of course yeah um and so i missed i think this is an still think excellent question uh 
I asked Jake Gyllenhaal quite early on in an interview, and that was the mistake. He'd really <laughs> save it to the end, just in case. Um, I said, uh, oh, okay, so uh, here's a conundrum for you, Jake. I'm going to cast you in uh, an amazing film, the role that you were born to play. It's going to be the, the peak of your career, um, the thing you're going to get lauded for. You're going to win the Best Actor Oscar. Like This really is the absolute pinnacle. It's the role that you were born to play um, the only catch is I've already cast your sister Maggie as the love interest <laughs> do you do you take the role I think that's a good question um, he did not think it was a good question <laughs> he hated it um, and then I had to do a, you know another ten minutes of a, uh, just a man who was fuming uh, imagine I'm doing now with staring. someone like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. yeah so that 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 was not good but I think my my uh, wife is an actress and I don't like it when she has to kiss people for her work mm. which I think is perfectly reasonable um, but actors always say it's just you know it's just a mechanical thing it doesn't mean anything mm. which is sort of my point to Gyllenhaal if it is just a mechanical thing it doesn't mean anything snog your sister mate <laughs> <laughs> like, if it doesn't mean if you're just acting yeah. start whinging he didn't see it like that <laughs> at all <laughs> and is this true this is why I really I wanted to start with this and make this the whole interview if it's true it's on your yeah. Wikipedia page okay do you have no sense of smell is that uh, true no I, I have a very very poor sense of smell okay yeah that's I not as exciting as having no, no sense no, of smell no I, I, I kind of had to um, modify this I think I used to say I had no sense of smell and then I met people who have anosmia yeah which is actually having no sense of smell and it's quite sort of a debilitating condition yeah. or it can be and I, I don't have that okay. <laughs> I can't go around saying yeah that's me um, I just uh, I sniffed pure ammonia when I was about 14 and it really sort of damaged the um, cells why inside did you, why did you do that? Uh, an idiot I see <laughs> uh, and secondly I wasn't listening in uh, the science lesson they were talking about ammonium smelling salts and I had a cold and I thought oh great and grabbed the lab ammonia and just went and then and it was really extraordinary pain <laughs> it's absolutely extraordinary yeah and, and very hard with uh, so interestingly if and you, this is unlikely to happen but if someone were to say to you would you rather have um, the strongest alkali or the strongest acid poured on your hand or wherever go acid because you can wash acid off quite easily with water okay. and alkali, uh, less so. Especially um, if it's up your nose. And if it's up your nose, really, really tough. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I was doing, I just kind of sluice water up it. And Did it, it didn't really... cure your cold? Was your cold better afterwards? <laughs> I've got to say, the colds gave me no concern. <laughs> And it, it certainly did something. Well, it's a I thought you had no sense of smell, so I've been farting all through the interview. And I'd like <laughs> to apologise. Do you know that. what? I wouldn't have noticed. Right. Because it is, it's not good. Okay. Um, I don't get ambient you'd have, my, you'd have noticed mine. Oh, oh. Yeah. Fancy yourself, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're packing some heat down there. Why don't we... Uh, what about a game show where people yeah. try and make you smell their farts? Yeah. <laughs> like creating the worst farts they can. And if, if you can smell them, then they win a prize. Yeah, and it's like... Uh, they win like... A, a distance thing so I gradually approach <laughs> and the earlier it hits me the more yeah. impressive yeah so the more can, money you win can you taste but it's worth pitching isn't it it is I'll give it a go can you taste things of course I can fucking taste what <laughs> 
people always ask that. I don't. I, I didn't have my tongue cut out. <laughs> Can you feel love? <laughs> no, but that's unrelated. <laughs> Which I thought like to taste a lot of taste from smell. Well, people tell me that, but I mean, I, I, I can tell you that I can taste stuff. Well, you know, maybe you can't, maybe you think you can, but things taste well, nice. It, I mean, effectively, we all think we can. That's all that's happening. <laughs> you know I can taste. I was repulsed by the Ghanaian <laughs> spice. <laughs> that's what makes me suspect the whole smell thing is made up for attention. <laughs> Just to get a bit of an interest on Wikipedia. I mean, people do love that. <laughs> really, you get to see regular visitors just checking that fact yeah. out. Are you glad in hindsight that because it gives you? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's done for three or four minutes. Yeah, here, is it? Yeah, so, yeah, I suppose I am yeah. pleased. Yeah. What yeah. did your mum and dad say when you came home? Said I've lost my sense of smell due to sniffing ammonia. Well, just sort of nonplussed, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like well. Why? Why have you done that? Uh, I think my uh, generally my parents were sort of nonplussed. Really? Because my, my fear with you know when you got kids, you suddenly think, God, if I fuck something up, that's you know for life. You know, my daughter keeps poking herself in the eye, and you go, your eyes can't be repaired if you break your eyes. Stop doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, my son has testicles. Is that how you deliver the information to? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> think such a fucking idiot. Yeah. Tell him. <laughs> you just think if I you know if I accidentally tre- tread on my son's testicles. <laughs> yeah. Then. How, just out of interest, yeah. how uh, low hanging? <laughs> he's draped, but he's crawling along. Oh, that's They're nice. draping yeah, a long way yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's getting married. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's the train, and it just happens to be a scrotum. So do you think by turning 13 or 14, parents just go, oh, well, he's just his sense of smell. Yeah, they're just like, well, it's not the work. I mean, let's be honest, if you had to lose a sense, yeah. smell's the one that's going first, isn't it? Yeah, no, I think so, yeah. If yeah. I'm still allowed to taste things, which apparently I yes, am. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I don't believe that for a second. It's, it's, it's absolutely Have true. Have you got brothers and sisters? No. No. No, on, only child. Oh. Hence, uh, sort of attention-seeking yeah. narcissist. You can be sure... Hence, you, TV presenter. Yeah. You can be sure your parents love you the best. That's the nice thing yeah, about being the nice. only child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely good. no competition. Yeah, that's good. What have you got? I've got brother and a sister. And where do you fit in the ranking? I reckon I come second. Yeah? Who's top? Uh, my sister, I think. Everyone uh-huh. loves my sister. Yeah. And uh, no offence to my brother, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's <laughs> he do with himself? He's a teaching assistant. He's very, 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 like, super intelligent. Yeah. Like, too intelligent. Yeah. Like, be, you know, he needs to come back in 500 years' time and then people will be on a level. Respect with him. him. Yeah. <laughs> they respect him now. He's a very, he's a, he was a great brother. Apart from when he beat me up and stuff. Yeah. Also, when you say he was a great brother, yeah. uh, 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 sort of sounds bleaker than that. Oh, he still is. He still okay, is a good brother as well. Okay. But you know, like you don't, we don't hang out with each other so much now. Like when you're at home, you won't know what this is like because you're an only a sad only child. Yeah, yeah, lonely. Yeah. But my brothers... no friends when I did math. <laughs> yeah. No brothers and sisters. Well, look at it's you now. Break, isn't it? Look at you now. Here we are. On here, here we are. you're on this. You've been on T4. Yeah. With, with the more off the good place. Yes. Pretty good. You met um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. And offended he, him. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's yeah, a pretty good. Things have actually life. worked out. Yeah. It's a sweet life. Um, on your Twitter profile, it says you you trick or treated at Mariah's house. Is that true? No. Uh, I I have been to Mariah Carey's house mm-hmm. weirdly um, for work, and uh, 
and then I saw that everyone was changing their Twitter names for Halloween. Okay. <laughs> so I just, uh, yeah. You, you changed your name to that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mariah Carey, um, this is this is a slightly sad uh, anecdote, I it's suppose. It's all right, we're at the point. We've earned it, haven't we? Yeah. Um, so when I, I, I did this thing where I spent sort of 48 hours with Mariah Carey for a, a TV show, and... Um, she had lots of, uh, as you'd expect, she was very nice, but she had lots of uh, foibles, um, including, uh, my favourite really was she was very tired most of the time. Um, and at one point we were in her hotel room. Uh, well, we arrived at her hotel room to do a bit of the interview and she was uh, asleep in bed with her husband, um, <laughs> which is quite an awkward situation to walk in on. You're going to go, oh, well, we'll leave it for a bit. And then they... they, they got her up and uh, got him out um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and we sat down sort of similar setup to this both on the same uh, sofa I had to do maybe 10 I mean 10 seconds of uh, you know explain to the camera where I am so just saying oh, so now I'm in uh, Mariah Carey's uh, hotel room just about to have a chat about blah 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 blah, blah. so Mariah and when I look back over uh, she was asleep <laughs> she had she had fallen asleep in 10 seconds uh, but the real uh, the real rub was that she's surrounded by these people who uh, you know her, her entourage and no one would ever um, say anything to upset her and so they wouldn't let us uh, wake her up <laughs> They just said, no, 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 she'll, she'll be up in a minute. She'll be up in a minute. <laughs> so I just sat uh, uh, on a sofa with Mariah Carey while she had a power nap for about five minutes. Right. And then she sort of uh, came back to and was like, right, where are we? I was like, well, you just fall asleep in a minute. <laughs> um, and, then we, and then we carried on. But the, the, the thing I was going to say, that that's not sad. The sad thing is that uh, she has a, a good side, um, but it's such a... It's so sort of hardwired in her now that she can't. Like she, if a camera is on the wrong side, she just can't. She she can't hack it right. at all. And the reason is that uh, Tommy Mottola, who was the horrible um, man that she married when she was quite young, the record label boss, I think said that she looked too ethnic from the other side, which is really, I mean, it's yeah. horrific and also obviously not true because she's basically symmetrical but whatever <laughs> um like like everyone and um but but it obviously really like yeah, scarred yeah. her and so uh we at one point we got into the back of her limousine and there was a sort of uh, so sort of like this and then camera here and she got in on the wrong side but no one wanted to say anything and so we spent the whole interview so if you're me uh, I'm talking like this <laughs> out, of the, out of the window uh, and at no point uh, broke it apart from occasionally because she was a human she would come round and then just snap back <laughs> like that wow. um, and it was sort of heartbreaking yeah I mean, yeah quite funny but, um, but also <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird the way celebrities like you know like you see these ultra famous people and yeah. they kind of get trapped in different ways I think I, yeah it's sort of it's sort of and you're trapped by your fame either to behave in a certain way like that or you know or to be worried about sometimes you get I get like big name people on here who then come off and go oh, I'm worried about this and this and this and this and this and, and what they've said on the podcast and they're worried you know they're thinking about the brand and all those sort of things and it's sort of weird you become yeah. so successful that actually you, you lose yourself a little bit within I mean you know you and I are still fine we're fine aren't we yeah, yeah, but... yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think my, yeah. I'm still trying to develop a brand <laughs> no, I haven't quite got one yet <laughs> uh, also should I, should I do another... I, feel, I think I've got one more... I could do another thing about a famous person yeah, that's sort yeah. of funny-ish. Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah, please do. Yeah, fine. Um, so, 
uh, we're going to interview Sylvester Stallone. And um, he and we'd set up uh, in, a, in a members club, I think we were, we were filming it in. And we were on the first floor in the sort of snooker room or whatever. And uh, about 20 minutes before Sylvester Stallone was supposed to arrive, his people called up and said, uh, so where is the interview taking place? And we are like, so it's in this... In, in the address you're coming to and they were like great but where exactly um, we said oh, first floor in the snooker room and they said okay so how's Sylvester getting up there and we were like um, the stairs or <laughs> there's a lift and they're like lift yeah he'll take the lift and we're like okay that, yeah, that's, yeah that, that's fine and then they said um, also Sylvester won't wait for lifts <laughs> so we had to send a runner down um, and the runner stood by the lift just calling it <laughs> for 15 minutes <laughs> until eventually Sylvester Stallone his people uh, arrive in breeze straight into the lift up they go um, and it was very odd but it immediately made me think and then you sort of chat Sylvester Stallone and you think he seems quite he's like a nice man I, I'm not sure that he and then I realised I don't think he knows that that happens I think he genuinely thinks He's incredibly lucky with lifts. <laughs> I do. I think it's like probably like really early in his career. He's been standing with a flunky waiting for a lift, and he's just sort of hasn't got anything to say. He's just like, well, it's boring waiting for lifts. And they've gone right, <laughs> never happening again. Uh, and and that's just his life. Like yeah. never, never, ever waits for lifts. That's weird. You'd be tempted to put it in the test, though. I would just make him wait see what happens if the lift isn't there does that, he just try and walk through the closed I, guess, I think he wouldn't it wouldn't compute would what it? would he just that would be yeah. it just yeah like the robot would just frazzle away and die because he couldn't he's never had to wait for one yeah the problem would have been that then we hadn't got the interview I mean if we got yeah. that on camera <laughs> yeah. fine that's a, that's a story but, could, but then you could you know say I killed Sylvester Stallone <laughs> yeah that would be a That'd be something, uh, wouldn't it? That'd be yeah. a brand. Suddenly, my brand is developing. <laughs> yeah. Is. yeah. <laughs> also, I'd, I'd squeeze a book out of that, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so, what's coming up next? Is it, is it more impossible? Uh, yeah, more, more impossible. Very good. I, 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 you know, I'm not angling to get on the celebrity version. Do you want to come on? But actually, I would love. To, I love quizzes. Would you? Well, it depends how much you pay. There's a lot of people I on think, in there. I, I can't imagine you pay that much. I think it's pro- so. You'd be filming for two days yeah. up in Glasgow. Oh, Glasgow. It's quite fun. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I mean, way you way. get paid some amount. I yeah. don't imagine it's masses. Mm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm gonna, I mean, that'd be great. That'd be great. I have to um, talk to my wife. And then you can... Um, you've got to talk to your wife anyway yeah. at some point. That's how yeah. marriage works. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, you, you underestimate my skills. LAUGHTER <laughs> uh, also, you could uh, redeem yourself after House of Games. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happens. I don't yeah. know what happens, but I'm guessing. I'm up against Rachel Riley. Come on. True. I True. mean, if I beat her, then I'm like a super genius. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, so, well, more of that. And then uh, I'm right... So I wrote a book with Dr. Michael yeah. Brooks of Science-ish, and we're writing a follow-up to that currently um, which we will be uh, shoving in the old silo (laughs) I imagine (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so... Uh, if you want to give away some copies of my old book with it, and if, if they yeah, no, happy to, very yeah. happy to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A quite eccentric bundle deal. <laughs> I don't know how they've, uh, how they've paired these, <laughs> but they have. And happy, Nick. You can have yeah. many of those as you want. Yeah. Actually, oh. more of Lord of the Dance setting. You can have a load of those. Yeah. Uh, look, we better... Oh, it's been so much fun, but we better, uh, we better let you go. Oh, can I tell you one more thing? Yeah, please do, yeah. Just because it's, oh, yeah, it's not really... Uh, not a, plug yeah. per se but it's just because I find it quite funny yeah. um, I did a, just did a show for the History Channel where um, I dive around rivers of the UK looking for historical artefacts oh. um, which is sort of odd in itself um, but the, the really great thing is that I have absolutely no expertise yeah. and so there's a lot of times I'm just pulling stuff up and I just don't know what it is I was asked to you do it I was asked to do it but I was I asked and I was interested and I said I yes I am interested I, and I never heard again I so if you, you got the I just, job I can't Imagine that I was first on the list. You dry, well, you, did you have to actually dive under, or could you just walk? Because I said I wasn't really keen on diving, but I'd be happy oh, to that would, in... oh, just a wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> that that might end. not have stood in your favour. Okay, I a lot of diving underneath the waves. Are going... you are you a history buff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have been way better than me at yeah. this. Yeah, but really, I'm sorry. Uh, well, series two, maybe. Um, was it in August? You film it in August. August, September. Yeah. yeah, August and I September. Had, I was available. Yeah. <laughs> really, was it with an American guy who does yeah, 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 yeah. I feel, uh, now I wish I hadn't bought it up. No, it's close. Um, yeah, I'd, forgot, I'd, forgotten about, I'd forgotten about it, good, and then good, he good just reminded remind me. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be back. This is it. I'm going to be back yeah. on non-quiz TV. I, 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 I absolutely, <laughs> but you want to be on quiz TV, right? Um, <laughs> I, I absolutely, I would have preferred to watch this show with you doing it. No. But not to be. It was me. Did you find anything good? I did find a, and I, obviously I didn't know what it was, yeah. but I subsequently found out a Viking, like a Viking. Oh, am I like. Oh, they hate me saying this, actually. Yeah. We'll bleep it out. I found, we'll just yeah, bleep okay. it out. You tell us here and we'll. Yeah. Talk. I found a Viking. Dildo. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tiny. It's absolutely <laughs> tiny. <laughs> uh, like. I'd love that. Oh, was that? Oh, that's yeah. my dream. <laughs> Absolutely given. That's amazing. Which, yeah. What? What was it? Got me. I don't know. That's 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 the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, very exciting. We'll cut that out. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rick Edwards, who's never found any Viking stuff at all. It's Rick Edwards. Rick Edwards. Been listening to Rich Shane's Death Squared Theatre podcast with me, Rich Terring, and my guest, Rick Edwards. The music is, as always, by Pest. Thank you to everyone at the British Comedy Guide, especially Orange Mark. Thank you to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre. And thank you to Chris Evans and his amazing crew at GoFasterStripe.com. Not that one. It's Chris Evans from GoFasterStripe, or Cento, as the cool kids are calling him. Uh, I'm indebted to my producer, Ben Walker, but I'm more indebted to my executive producer, Kevin Dixon. That is his name. Kevin Dixon. Oh, you might say it like Dixon, but I say Kevin Dixon. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and Go Faster Stripe.com production. Check us out, baby. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks again for listening to the podcast, richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. Gofasterstripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.